morning, welcome, and thank you for joining us. My name is Dwayne Henderson, a member of Cree Lighting's training and education team and host of our e-learning series. For those watching live, happy Friday. Uh, quickly about the session, once we get going, we'll have roughly 15 minutes of content. Uh, the presenter will stay in the line for Q&A at the end of the presentation. And although the participants are muted, we do encourage you all to use the Q&A box or chat box to submit questions. Please feel free to type away during the presentation and we'll circle back at the end to get those questions answered. As you know, Friday is uh, controls-related content, and today we're going to gain some insight on the process of commissioning the Cadient Dynamic Skylight. And to walk us through this, I'd like to welcome back Chris Evans. Good morning, Chris. Hey, good morning, Dwayne. Hey, before we get started, Chris, can you just quickly remind uh, the audience about your role in the business? Uh, yeah, so uh, I work in our marketing group uh, as part of our intelligent lighting division. And, uh, you know, coming from the sales side, I still do some sales support along with uh, some marketing development and then also working with our uh, business development par partners on the intelligent lighting side as well. All right, perfect. Let's get started. All right. Well, uh, good morning, everybody. Thanks for... Uh, Thanks for joining us today to learn about uh, the Cadient, the touchscreen, and, and the process of commissioning the system. Uh, pretty uh, straightforward and uh, something we can easily cover here in, uh, in 15 minutes. So coming to you from beautiful Wisconsin. And uh, to get us started here, I don't want to just assume that everybody in the audience has seen Cadient at this point. It's, it's, it is a very new product for us. But first, just, just wanted to introduce it uh, before we get started. So um, if you're familiar with the unit, it's, it's essentially a, a two by two uh, form factor fixture that's designed to go up into the ceiling or a drop grid ceiling. And, and it's made to, to replicate that look of a natural skylight. So uh, what you're seeing here in these, in these uh, simulations is basically clustering these devices to, to give the appearance of a larger skylight. So you're seeing some different arrangements of it, but along with our touchscreen product, which we'll look at today as well, it allows us to create these automated uh, simulations of natural light, not only dimming of the SmartCast uh, fixtures and environment, but also using color tuning and even directionally shifting the appearance of the light uh, to really create that natural lighting experience and bring that outdoor natural feeling into our interior spaces. So, um, so that's a you know to get us started, just some just a look at what the Cadient uh, is capable of doing, and um, and ultimately the idea here is is we're able to simulate the the feeling, the look, uh, really simulate as much as we can that that natural experience of the sun throughout the course of the day. So you can kind of see how uh, you know this image here shows us how it traces that feeling of the sun. So it's not only color tuning and dimming, but also shifting. So we'll look at how it can shift light as well and and basically what we're doing here is is we're able to set up a east and west what we call sun panels uh and, and able to control those sides of the fixture separate from the top panel which we call the sky panel uh, to really help us create that effect and that and that feeling of of that natural lighting experience so just as an example you can see here uh being used in a healthcare environment uh, office environment education environment um, and really a lot of flexibility in how you cluster that fixture. Um, you see some examples here um, and, and in our racing facility, if you visited in the last few months before things shut down, uh, you, you would have seen our three by three grid that we have installed in our training room there. So, so some really impressive uh, ways that you can deploy this fixture to create this feeling of, of natural lighting in our building spaces. Um, 
And, uh, there we go. Okay. So, uh, so basically, as we look at commissioning the unit, there's three major steps we're going to work through here. So first one is setting up the SmartCast network. So this is just like you've done in the past with other SmartCast devices. The second one is adding a SmartCast wireless gateway to that network. And then the third one is setting up the touchscreen. So we'll walk through each of these steps today at a high level so you can get a feeling for that process and what you'd go through upon a deployment of the system. Um, so the first thing uh, that's part of the system at the most basic level is the, obviously the Cadient Skylight unit itself, <clears throat> and then also the SmartCast configuration tool. So this is the same uh, equipment that you've used in the past to set up a SmartCast wireless lighting network. Um, so you'll do that, <clears throat> so you, you'll be using those devices. And then the other devices that we'll bring to the table to help us complete this is, is essentially a wireless gateway and then also the touchscreen. And uh, one separate unit, there are there is a, some flexibility in how you power that gateway. So there is a separate product. The, the wall plug power supply is the most likely way you're going to do it. It is a PoE device, so it could be powered off a PoE switch if you're familiar. Uh, but for the most part, we see uh, this unit being powered with its standalone power supply. Um, so one of the big things here is, is this type of deployment also allows us to not involve the IT department. So uh, we do not need to have any sort of network connectivity. There is no internet connectivity that's, in, that's part of the operation of this system. It is completely standalone and, and utilizes the SmartCast wireless networks and its own dedicated Wi-Fi network to make this all come together. So, um, so in the diagram here, you can essentially see the topology of the system. So out on the far right, you see you've got your SmartCast luminaires. So today we're specifically looking at the Cadient, but we could uh, we could do the same thing with other SmartCast luminaires as well. Those luminaires will be networked with a SmartCast wireless gateway, which is then going to create a Wi-Fi network that is separate from the SmartCast wireless network. It's a different type of network. Um, and then that Wi-Fi network it creates is actually going to connect to the touchscreen, the tablet device. So we'll look at that as well. That's essentially what we're going to be setting up through this process here today. So, um, again, no IT department required. I think that's important, especially as we're talking to customers that we remember that. So just uh, a few details on installation. So before we get into this, we're obviously going to install everything. Um, so the first detail that's important here that's a little unique is that this is a uh, you know taller than your normal fixture. So it's going to go up in the plenum a little bit, possibly a little bit higher than what you might expect. Uh, so it's just important to clear that detail ahead of time, not only that you've got clearance, uh, you know, from the ceiling, but also from other objects that may be up there. Uh, you will want to make sure you're careful when you're handling this device. There is a lot of electronics. It is it is sturdy and, and, and rugged, but it's, it, it is important to handle it properly. Um, it does have a RF module like other SmartCast fixtures, so you will be installing that little device as part of it. Um, and then the other important thing to note is, is the orientation of the fixture. Um, so, so it's been designed to have an east to west orientation. And, and basically what you'll be doing, if you want that, uh, the flow of that simulation, really match the actual north, south, east, west directional uh, compass, uh, you would actually install so that sensor is, is in general pointing as close to north as you can get it. And, and that's going to uh, that's going to help help create that more, you know, even more natural feeling uh, within the space. So, so there's some help in, in the installation instructions on how to go about <clears throat> doing that as part of installation. Um, <clears throat> we got just some call outs here. I think we covered all that. Yep, yep, yep. Oh, and then uh, 
So basically, uh, the last thing we want to do uh, bef before we install everything, so obviously we have another number of other devices, so we'll assume at this point we've installed our touchscreen, we've installed our gateway physically, uh, but the one other piece of detail you'll need is there is a little label on the back of the gateway that has some network information about the Wi-Fi network it creates. So you want to make sure you take a, uh, take a picture of that little label so you can reference it later uh, and, and have that information available. All right, so step one, we'll be setting up the SmartCast uh, wireless lighting network. So uh, again, same process you've used in the past if you're familiar with SmartCast, we'll use one button setup to, to mostly automate this uh, process. And it'll go through the same process other SmartCast fixtures do, so you'll essentially be doing the same thing. Um, and uh, so, so once your fixtures have been installed and powered on, you, you would start that process. And this is something if you're not familiar, you can go, uh, you know, there's plenty of videos we have that show show this process in action. Um, but essentially, once that's complete, your your fixtures are operational. And if you have a, a standard SmartCast dimmer in the room, that will control the cadence. Um, and it would be out of the box ready to go at this point. So, um, however, there there would be some additional setup to to get to the touchscreen integration as well. So, um, so that's what uh, step two and step three will allow us to complete. Um, so for so so looking at step two here. So once we've got our SmartCast lighting network, we're we're going to want to add the wireless gateway to that network. Um, and this again is pretty straightforward. So you you'll connect into your SmartCast lighting network navigate through your menu to add a gateway. And in this instance, we're adding a gateway with Wi-Fi. So we won't go into too much detail there, but uh, we will need the version of the SmartCast wireless gateway that has Wi-Fi capability. Uh, the other one does not, uh, and it has its uses as well. Uh, but we'll add that gateway with Wi-Fi. Uh, and as you've done with other, other SmartCast devices, you'll perform your little Statue of Liberty move there and, and select the gateway you're working to interact with and that will enable it to be brought into the network. Um, and that process is pretty short and straightforward. So, um, and then your gateway is now included and you would be ready to start working with it uh, for the setup of your touchscreen device. So at this point, we'll be moving away from the config tool and the remainder of the setup will all be handled utilizing the touchscreen device itself. So uh, you'll basically be working through the application that's on on the touchscreen, um, and it walks you through this process in a very straightforward way. So uh, you know you'll come into a welcome screen followed by the opportunity to update the software. So like I mentioned, uh, the we are while we are using a Wi-Fi network, we do not have internet connectivity on the Wi-Fi network we're using for the daily operation of this system. So before we set this up, uh, if this is a first time setup, you'll want to make sure that you go ahead and update it, uh, update the software. So this would require connecting to a uh, an existing Wi-Fi network with internet access, and it walks you through that. Uh, so it'd be important to go through and update that application uh, before you continue. So um, but then you, uh, once you continue, you'll uh, it'll walk you through connecting to the Wi-Fi network that's being created by the, the gateway itself. So this is when you'll reference that label from the back of the gateway and, and plug that information in. Um, and once that's complete, you'll you'll connect to it and you'll be ready to go. And that that will be the first step in getting that device connected, at least to the SmartCast lighting network that the devices are communicating within. So then the next part of this is essentially getting the 
the touchscreen device set up so you'll select your time zone so that it operates properly with that respect as, as a lot of the simulations uh, do rely on, on local time to, to drive the, the time of the day that they're changing. You'll obviously you'll log in the, to the device so there is some, some uh, protection against the device admin so you'll be able to, to set your personal six digit pin and that'll be used to kind of quick access some of the admin specific settings, which we'll look at here. You then can associate with groups within SmartCast you want to actually control from the touchscreen. So your lighting network could have a wide variety of luminaires in it, and maybe you don't want to actually control all of those luminaires and groups from the touchscreen. So you can be selective about which ones you want to include. Um, and then you'll final, finalize the process by giving the touchscreen a name. So for example, this might, uh, the one we have in our training room is named training room. So you walk up to it and it, and it actually shows that name on the screen of the device uh, as the user walks up to it. So at, once you're at this point, you're fully set up and ready to start playing with it. And there's some, some additional uh, things you can go through. So, so now we'll, we'll look at the functionality of the device. So at the basic level, you're gonna have some, some user capability without any sort of uh, admin login. So this is for anyone using the room, an occupant of the building that just wants to go in and control the lights. So by default, you'll have the preset scenes that basically create your, your, your day lighting simulations, uh, dawn, morning, midday, afternoon, evening, and, and, and we'll look how you can add additional scenes to that if you'd like. Um, and then you have manual control as well. So for the Cadian, it gives you quite a bit of uh, new and interesting types of controls. So not only do you ha can you change the color temperature, but you can also turn the sun or the sky panels on or off. You can change the color of the sky panel, and you can also change the position of the sun. So you can play around with it uh, and, and get it just the way you'd like it, um, or just do one of the presets. And then at the admin side, you're able to log in with that six-digit PIN to access some more advanced controls. So this is where you can come in and create new scenes. You can set up zones. Within those scenes, you can control multiple zones. Um, you know, by default, the zones have generic names like group one, group two. So you can rename those to be more recognizable. Um, and then finally, dynamic lighting. So dynamic lighting is, is, is what we call the, the automated simulation that drives that natural uh, look of the Cadian over the course of the day. So the, one, the example we often talk about is follow the sun. So follow the sun is, I think, pretty self-explanatory, but you can go in here and you can look at that recipe of what's happening in greater detail. And, and not only can you tweak it, but you can also create your, your own, or there's a variety of other recipes on there for different types of environments like healthcare, or education. Um, so you can really play with it, or you know, maybe you've got a customer that's you know, got a third shift that they'd like to have this operating more, more like a normal schedule, but at night. So. So anyway, there's a lot of customization you can get to in there as, uh, as the admin of the device. So that's, uh, that's it from start to finish. So uh, pretty, pretty quick overview. There is a lot of material that we've put together for this uh, product. So not only do we have the quick start guide, which really walks you through uh, greater detail about what we went through today, gives you a lot of the, 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 the screen grabs that you saw along with some others. Um, but then we also have some, some videos as well. So 
our buddy Manny has got one that he's put together that walks you through a video of this as well. Um, and then also some more details specifically on the touchscreen. So, so lots of resources out there to check out. And, um, and yeah, lastly, we'll, we'll wrap up and uh, show you guys the, you know, the overall system topology. So we'll open it up for questions, but you know, first just to show you what you're looking at here, you've got your cadence out installed in your space. Each one of those has your little RF device which is communicating, you know, forming that mesh network for SmartCast we're familiar with. That is connecting to the gateway, which is then creating a Wi-Fi network that connects to the touchscreen. So that's, uh, that's a wrap, Dwayne. All right, thanks, Chris. Hey, we do have a, a question about how, how do I uh, change the name of zones? Can you talk about how that might be accomplished? Yeah, so, uh, so basically within your admin settings, you can go in there and, and, and really, uh, Customize all the names of the zones. So it's got a pretty straightforward process where you can go in um, and rename them so they are recognizable names as you're working within the device. And then there's a question will the touchscreen automatically update once connected to the internet? Yeah, so you would update it like you would a, a similar application on your device. So this is an Android device. So, uh, so yes, it will, it will walk you through that process when you go to update it. And then part, we focus on the Cadian, but we've, we've had, you know, quite a bit of discussion around lighting for well-being and, and certainly the, we have a, a color changing uh, CR troffer that's also can be SmartCast enabled. Uh, can you talk about maybe how that CR troffer could be added to a Cadian network or how that might work, how those applications might work? Yeah, I, I think, uh, you know, as I think of Cadian, I, I, I really think most installations are going to have other fixtures alongside of it. This is certainly how we've seen it uh, installed to date so far. This is how we've installed it in our own facilities. So uh, I think a good example is what we've done in the training room in Racine, where we've got a nice big cluster of these devices over the center of our table, a big three by three grid. Um, and then around the room, we've got, I think there's 13 uh, CR troffers uh, around the perimeter of the room, essentially. Um, and we can use touchscreen to basically control all of those devices collectively. And uh, what I imagine or how we use it, uh, one, you could allow it to run the dynamic lighting profile along with the CR. So not only are the cadence creating that natural feeling and that simulation, but the CRs could dim and color tune themselves along with the CR. So it would help uh, you know, accentuate that simulation of uh, daylight, uh, dynamic lighting. Um, so I think that's, uh, you, you know, probably how we'd see that the most, but uh, even fixtures that do not color tune. So a ZR troffer, for example, with SmartCast also be tied into touchscreen and it, and it could also follow dynamic lighting. It would just dim would be its only capability. Um, it wouldn't color tune, obviously. So, yeah, so so a lot of options there, and and I think you'll really find that you'll want some alternative luminaires uh, to to provide ambient lighting in the room outside of just the the Cadian itself. Yeah, there's a question here about plans to to move to more of an app basis. This has to do more with configuration tool. So we're still utilizing the configuration tool to commission the network, and the the question has to do about uh, are we looking at maybe creating an, an app or something to uh, Maybe using a phone, and we've had that question before. Do you want to talk to that a little bit? Yeah, I think uh, I think 
you know, we, we do talk about that quite a bit. We do get quite a bit of benefit uh, from the CT, but uh, I mean, I won't lie. I would, I would love to be able to do everything we can do in that CT within a mobile application. So it's definitely something we have in mind um, and, and something I'd hope, hope we'd be able to do. Um, but, uh, but yeah, to be determined, it's not something we'll see really soon. But with the, as we introduce the gateway and some of the other devices like the touchscreen, um, and even the link, we're starting to enable uh, some more resources within the SmartCast uh, environment that can start to possibly phase out that config tool over time. So nothing, nothing very near term, but but definitely something on our minds uh, as much as as much as I know it is on yours. So yeah, I, I know it's just from a customization standpoint, just thinking about the, the training room that you referenced, we. We even created an off button, right? So one of the preset scenes that the users are getting a pretty good descriptive of how the room's going to change by by pushing a, a button in time of day. But you can also create a, a custom button or scene um, based on using the the um, the touch screen, correct? Yeah, definitely. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you can really customize that and um, and set that up how you want. You know. I think another good example is if you're using your room, most likely for you know a presentation or a TV of some sort, then you can, you know, this is a great way to be able to set up scenes for the, those types of purposes. So the touchscreen really has a lot of uses, you, you know, for that the the typical scene control uses beyond just the dynamic lighting stuff. Yep, and there's a lot of customization in, in terms of the presets. So although we do have the follow the sun, and there's a preset for hospitals, office, and schools. You can customize or or edit those presets and and create whatever you want for the space. Yeah, and I think the other thing uh, important to just remember is the touchscreen is a product in itself, and and while it it was designed to drive Cadient for the most part, you could have the touchscreen without Cadient at all. So maybe you want just kind of more of a standard luminaire, but you want touchscreen based control. So so there's a lot of options here and how you can use the system and how you can bring these tools to the table. We've actually used the touchscreen in Michigan to to allow us to uh, um, actually meet a utility rebate requirement that it, it allowed us to check by introducing personal control into the space, which is a DLC definition. So, um, so anyway, so a lot of flexibility and a lot of, of tools here that these products bring to the table. A uh, question here, Chris, and I don't know if you know the answer to this one. If if we have a, a wireless gateway plugged into a PoE switch, uh, will it get internet so um, we could update the app on the touchscreen? Uh, possibly in the future, but uh, that would really all come back to how the building network is set up. So uh, you'll start to see some more communication around that. Some of our upcoming um, software releases for Link will start to introduce some new capabilities. So as of today, the the gateway is, is more of a... Um, standalone device, at least the Wi-Fi gateway version, meant to, to really not connect into the building network quite yet. However, again, that's going to be changing with some of our upcoming software releases. Um, I do like that. Uh, that idea is, is, is a great one, and I think that is possibly a capability we, we could enable um, if you are able to, you know, essentially introduce an internet connection into the, the smart cat or the gateways network. So, um, so yeah, great idea and great thought. Um, taking a note on that one. Perfect. All right, thanks, Chris. I don't see any other questions. You want to advance the slide, and we'll close up shop for the week. Sounds good. Thanks, everybody. All right. So I do want to thank Chris uh, again for his time, and also thank the audience for joining us.
Just looking ahead to next week on Monday, uh, our recommended practice will be around lighting for seniors. Uh, Wednesday, we'll take a look at understanding bug ratings. And then next Friday, our control session will be around the, the KBL High Bay and um, our experience with, with Uline with that connected solution. So um, again, all content's being recorded. If they happen to miss a session, feel free to look us up on the Cree Lighting YouTube channel. If you're not a subscriber, we would encourage you to, uh, to become one. With that, thanks again, everybody, and uh, enjoy your weekends. Thanks, everybody.